0: Hello and welcome to Love Signals. My name is Michaela McDonald and I will be your host as we continue on this awesome journey of exploring all the ways that love is sending signals to us and through us. Welcome back, everybody. Here we are, episode 26, I want to say. I'm so excited. I've been having such a lovely day playing guitar, singing, working out, walking around the yard in the sunshine. We had a very gorgeously decadent rain in the desert yesterday and the air smells so different and there's all these sweet little raindrop spots in the sand in our yard and it's it's wonderful it feels so good and as i was working out today i was kind of lightly thinking about the podcast thinking hmm what what do i want to explore today in the world of love signals what do i want to think about and Right as I was kind of pondering that, a dragonfly flew right over me. I was on my back. I was doing a chest press. (laughs) And I was on my back and I saw this beautiful dragonfly just fly right over me, almost like it was traveling down the center line of my body. And it made me smile and it made me think about all the moments that there have been these natural and naturally occurring symbols that feel like love to me, feel like love signals to me. And I thought, how fun, you know, I love symbols. I think that, you know, symbology and symbols is such an interesting world because our our language is based on symbols. We create so much meaning based on symbols. And it's also kind of how our dreams and our subconscious mind works. And so I feel like the language of symbols is very near and dear to my heart and it really relates to the world of love signals in my mind and so um i can think of many examples where dragonflies butterflies in particular have felt like little love signals or even like ladybugs sometimes too and i imagine that this is probably something you all can relate to and maybe there are other natural things like when you see a bunny or when you see a bird a certain like hummingbird or things like that and I love thinking about the the sweetness and the like to me there's such such a preciousness to that like yes there's a randomness to the insects and the birds and the animals and the even the leaves or the trees or all those different elements the clouds that that we interact with in our day-to-day life. Sure, it could be random. And I think maybe it is, but I also think there's love signals in there. And I think that there's this sense of like a wink from God or the universe of just like, hi, hi, there you are. And this totally relates to the book I'm reading right now, which is um, The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho, uh, And In that book, he's talking a lot about omens and this idea of, you know, listen, notice the omens, notice the good omens, like if a butter, like I think at one moment in one of the scenes, a butterfly kind of flies by when the main character is considering, you know, one of, one of the paths that he could go down and he takes that as a good omen of like, okay, you know, God is here. Love is here. And. I love I love that so much. And there's been many times in the morning when I sit and I journal, as I do. <laughs> I'm such a, a cozy little journaler in the mornings where a butterfly will come by. And it actually happened once when I was really doing some kind of internal inquiry work. I think it was about the book that I'm writing, maybe about something related to love signals in general. And the most gorgeous butterfly flew by and I was like... Oh, oh yeah. Okay. And there's this one little kind of mm, golden orange butterfly that frequently I see in our yard. But this was a different butterfly. It was maybe more of a monarch. It had really striking black stripes on it and beautiful orange accenting with the black and almost like a swallowtail. Like, you know, it had those little extra moments on the tail. It was so beautiful it actually kind of took my breath away I was like oh! <laughs> which was like a sincere gasp um, of awe and wonder It was a wonderful moment so I just wanted to think about symbols and and you know good omens and this kind of sweetness of like oh my gosh what an obvious love signal you know if if this podcast is an exploration of all the ways love is send is you know sending messages and signals to us and through us that seeing a butterfly you know float by feels like a little moment of love like a little love signal coming to me and as i smile and receive it it feels like that's love flowing through me that's the love signal coming through me out into the world and so I love, I love thinking about that. And I think one of the things that feels super good about these symbols that I'm talking about, butterflies, birds, happy clouds, whatever it might be, that's kind of those naturally occurring things is that no matter what's going on in your day, no matter what mood you're in or what, you know, projects you're working on or challenges you're going through, these random seemingly random what but what to me feels like a purposeful love signal can find you and just gently remind you hey love is here hey look at this beautiful butterfly just floating by hey look at this sweet hummingbird perched near your window hey look at this sweet bunny munching on flowers i'm i'm speaking from personal experience i've seen these things (laughs) Um, And there's just something so wonderful about that. And so whether or not it technically is a love signal, in my mind, it's like, well, why not receive it as one? Is there any harm in perceiving that butterfly, that hummingbird, that bunny as a love signal, as a reminder and what if, even to make it more, you know, kind of mm, technical and all of that, what if we chose to see certain things as symbols, as reminders? What if we chose to have certain things be anchor points that help us remember love is here, that help us remember there's goodness and support and, and beauty to be appreciated? And so my invitation to you all today is um, what, what would you like to let become a symbol of love, of a love signal for you? And maybe you already have some things in your world, in your life, that feel like love signals to you, that feel like those symbols of love. I'm realizing for myself that butterflies really feel like that for me. <laughs> and um, certain birds can feel that way too. I mean, honestly, all birds, um, but certain ones, like even if I'm not already thinking about love signals will bring me back to that feeling. Um, so what is it that you all want to entertain as a love signal in your life? What symbol would you like to represent love signals let this be a question and maybe today you can just be open to something that pops into your world pops into your awareness that surprises and delights you and then that becomes your love signal it could be so many things it could be you know when the light from the sun does those kind of like god rays thing i love that that's one of my favorites or like a silver lining around a cloud it could also be um Mm. Anytime you see something heart-shaped in nature, like a leaf or um, a rock, or sometimes it seems like dust or sand will gather into heart-shaped formations. Um, Or maybe it's just every time the breeze blows across your face, you're like, oh, that can be my love signal. Because symbols, I think so often we think of those as visual and I think mostly symbols are pretty visual, um, visually represented, you know, like it's something you can see. But I also think that other senses can become symbols. Um, and so like a smell can become like an anchor or a symbol that reminds you of something or um, a feeling, right? I was describing the feeling of breeze on your skin. I think tastes can also kind of symbolize or deeply remind us of things. And so it's fun to think about how symbols start to kind of merge and overlap with the world of associations and anchor points. And anchor is a word I've been using a lot already in this episode. And it's it's a lovely word, right? It's like, what are you anchored to? What are you connected to? What does that tie you to in like a deep steady way right i think of an anchor on a ship they drop the anchor when they want to keep the ship in that place because the anchor is heavy and it goes all the way to the bottom of whatever wherever they are and kind of through that friction and contact with the ocean floor it keeps the ship pretty steady so it's like and there's that tie right there's a whole chain that links to the anchor so there's like this really rooted kind of feeling to it and the word anchor in other lands like the land of uh, coaching is a word that comes from neuro-linguistic programming, NLP, which is in a way the basis for a lot of sales techniques and hypnosis and other things like that. And it's basically an analysis of understanding how humans internally represent their world, their experience, their lives, their external reality because we all have like an internal version of everything we're experiencing and our internal version of everything we're experiencing dictates how we feel, dictates how we take action. And so NLP talks about this idea of anchors. And even my favorite thing that they talk about is you can consciously create anchors. You can anchor in a good feeling. And one of the common ways to do this is Anytime you're having a good feeling, and it, and they like to make it specific, like anytime you feel um, really strong, let's say, like you're feeling really powerful, really strong, you would grab your earlobe, one, one, not the other, just one of them, grab an earlobe and just squeeze it. And you kind of are trying to build an association of squeezing your earlobe with the feeling that you're having in your body and your mind. And so you do that when that feeling is naturally occurring, when you're feeling really strong and feeling really powerful. And then the goal is that eventually once that association is strong enough, you can be feeling kind of neutral and you could grab your earlobe and it would evoke that feeling of being strong and powerful. And then if you build the anchor up to be strong enough, to be, you know, like the tie to be deep enough, you could actually be feeling really weak or freaked out and you could squeeze your earlobe. And you could feel that, woo, that strength, like, rush in, flood in. A common example of how people do this, maybe without even realizing what they're doing, is having, like, a pump-up song. Like, there's a song that they play when they're getting ready for a meeting or getting ready to go out. Or, or even I think of, like, sports teams where they'll play music, like, to get them pumped up before they go out on the court or go out on the field. And so... Or I can picture Tony Robbins, you know, playing like certain music and certain songs because he knows, he understands that Tony Robbins is so into NLP and he really understands that his state of being, he can impact with different things, whether it's through movement or through music or through other anchors that are deep associations. So another common occurring anchor that happens kind of often unintentionally is smell and this is one of the deepest anchors that we all can have um we'll we'll associate certain smells with people with times in our life I know there's this certain type of soap I think it's like a detergent or maybe it's even like a dish soap that every time I smell it it takes me fully back to preschool because we used it at the preschool I went to and um, it's it's like, it's really, it's amazing. It's like, I, I feel like I'm there again, almost. I can see the little kerchiefs that we used and I can picture all the other toys and almost like the colors and the lighting. And I even feel like I'm small again. It's amazing. The anchor is so vivid. And this can happen with songs as well. Like I think about how certain songs can make us cry if we associate it with, you know, a tender time like a breakup or the loss of someone we love. Um, Or they can make us feel really happy because they remind us of, you know, driving down that beautiful road on that beautiful trip with someone we loved. So anyway, I'm jazzed. I'm jazzed to talk about symbols and subsequently about anchors with you all today. And So I've already invited you to consider, ooh, what do you want to be a symbol of love? Like a love signal symbol. (laughs) And the other invitation I'd like to offer, this is something I have basically all of my clients do because I just feel like "Mm, it is so scrumptious. It's so doable. Um, Is to create an anchor for yourselves of when your hand is on your heart so when you put your hand like in the middle of your chest this is more like your energetic heart than your anatomical heart which would be a little more to the left but I'm talking about middle of the chest that kind of heart chakra area and I'm doing it right now and I can already feel this little wave of ah yummy warm relaxation coming over me because I've created an anchor here One of the reasons I love to use this as an anchor of putting your hand on your heart, being an anchor and and a deep association of feeling soothed and good and yummy, is that I think for most of us, putting our hands on our hearts already feels that way. There's something about a hand touching our heart that feels nourishing, that feels good. Even the symbol of it, right? Like my hand holding my heart, my hand supporting my heart. That already feels good. But then you can take this a step further by putting your hand on your heart anytime you're already feeling good. So for example, you could do this when you're watching a sunset or a sunrise and you're feeling that like, oh, life is so beautiful and precious. You could put your hand on your heart as you're snuggling down into bed and you're so happy to be in your warm, cozy bed. And it could just be a moment of appreciation. Ah, I love my bed. You could also do this during a yoga class if there are certain moments where you just feel like really good in your body and really happy. You can do this too when you're with other people, like if you're feeling the sweetness of connecting with other people and you're feeling really touched by what they're saying. You can do this during your meditations if your meditations evoke a sense of feeling good and loved I love to do this after tapping because tapping for me helps me to just feel so relaxed and like it helps me remember that all is well and that I am strong and I can meet whatever comes my way with ease and peace and there's just like a yummy feeling from it so I like to put my hand on my heart after that too so those are just a few examples of when you could do this. You could also do it when you're listening to a song you love mm, or you take a bite of food that is like really delicious. So let it, let it be an experiment. Let yourself play with this. Um, but I highly encourage you to try this out. And, and you can even take a moment now to put your hand on your heart and just notice what already comes up for you. What do you already feel? You've probably already created somewhat of an anchor there and what what is that anchor what comes up in your body and your mind and your emotions when you put your hand on your heart hmm. the thing about anchors and the thing about symbols that i love possibly the most <laughs> is that it points to how much creative freedom we have to of sculpt and and in, interact with our experience of life in ways that are creative in ways that are it's like we get to color our life in certain ways i really believe that we can be deeply present and deeply in touch with reality and with what's true and you know objective reality and i think it's possible to play with our interpretations because there's always going to be objective reality and then kind of our story about it and i think that there's something beautiful about letting our story about it be as as true as possible to what is actually real and i also think there's so much room to play and to try things out of like what if that butterfly that floated by was an opportunity for me to remember how loved i am and how much love is out there in the world What if it's encouraging me to go live from that place of love? That to me feels like such a fun way to engage with life. And who knows, maybe it is. We don't know for sure what that butterfly is here for. We can understand maybe its biological impulses and how it works and how it was created. But the chance of that butterfly being near you in that moment is very it's a very very small chance because all of this all of creation is there's such a small chance of it happening there's something to me in all of that that points to a deeper meaning and whether or not there is a deeper meaning i get excited thinking about how we can live and how we can show up for life when we consider the possibility that there is meaning there is love I always like to look at the outcome of a certain perspective and I think that's partly why I was so kind of blown away by my year-long love letter project because I had a hint that or a hunch and I know I've said this before on the podcast but I had a hunch that the outcome would be positive and that it would probably lead to maybe more of a sense of inner strength and um like self-assurance, but there were so many other dimensions of the outcome from that that feel positive to me. And that gets me so excited. like, wow, it's such a simple thing to just consciously choose to express love towards myself and to explore self-love and to explore offering love to myself. That feels pretty straightforward. It's not vague it's it's specific it's it's clear what that means but then the vastness of what has come from that feels like whoa that feels so exciting to me and it makes me feel so open to to trying things out to playing with things and seeing what we learn I love being like a little curious scientist experimenter in life and I encourage you all to do the same you get to play this is your life it's precious. As I said in our last episode, you are the hero of your story and perhaps there are many messengers and many symbols looking to find you and help cheer you on as you proceed on your journey. So my fellow heroes, (laughs) heroes of your stories, I hope that you play with these ideas. I hope that you play with these considerations of symbols and anchors in your life and you know to to just underscore all of this I think that part of what excites me about symbols and about anchors in particular is that I see how much choice we have when it comes to what we associate with life and with our experiences with songs with smells with um you know, butterflies, whatever it might be. And so let yourself play with it. Let yourself be inspired by it. And maybe you'll be surprised by what you discover. Before we close for today, I want to read you all a love letter. And I just decided, I felt inspired today to just whoop skip way to the end of the year-long love letter project. So this is from June of 2021, June 10th. And it's a kind of a fun, whimsical one. I think you'll enjoy it. Ah, life! And all the stardust coated people and landscapes are rolled out like a carpet under the sky. What do stars dream of? What do they shine for? How could it be anything but love? Every starbeam and exclamation marking that here lives love, love, love. <laughs> That's a fun one. Short and sweet. <laughs> oh, Yeah. As I read this, I realize, wow, what a great example of, um, you know, a, a, a symbol. You know, I was choosing to see all those stars and, their, and the light emanating from them, the star beams, as exclamation points of love, saying love is here. Love lives here. I mean, if a star has to have a meaning, seems like a pretty good meaning to me. (laughs) And who's to say it doesn't have other dimensions of meaning? But yeah, I think it's like on some level I feel from everything, especially in nature, especially the cosmos and earth and all of the beings and creatures and life that's here, I can't help but feel like, There's a lot of love coming from all those places and it's a nice feeling. And even if it's just as simple as that, I think that that is wonderful and worthwhile. And I hope you all get to feel that today and in the following days. So I will leave you with our beloved phrase, at least it's beloved to me. (laughs) There is so much love here for you. May you continue to feel it more and more every single day, every single breath. And may you be a source of love in this world too. Take care.